0: Mel Tempest is known as a fitness business influencer, hands-on health club owner, e-book author, and presenter. Mel has known to be controversial, challenges the status quo, and lives outside the square. Her skill set is current on trend, savvy, and in demand. Her primary goal is to get more health club owners moving towards innovation, technology, and social media success. Her own success comes through tough and humble beginnings. Mel Tempest Now. Presents to you the Gym Owners Podcast. More than just the business of fitness, proudly supported by National Fitness Business Alliance.
1: Good morning, it's Mel from the Gym Owners Business Podcast, and welcome to the first launch of our coffee pod break. So, this morning I have with me Julian Gaylord, General Manager of Spartans, Kilsyth, and Supplements, and Matt Moore, Owner and Director of One More Rep. Today we're speaking about transformation challenges. And also, what's involved with them? Good morning, Julian and Matt.
2: Morning, Mel. Good morning, Mel.
1: Awesome, guys. Let's get this all underway. I know that both of you run successful challenges. Julian, can you please tell me how long you run the challenges in your club for?
3: Sure. The current model that uh, that we implement and use is a six week transformation challenge. The reason why I um, I like doing six week challenges is that I find the, the adherence rate uh, to the participants is, is much higher so that uh, we see a lot more people starting and finishing the challenges it can be a, um, a, a problem for challenges. You know, the ones that can go up to up to 12 weeks, not everyone sees it through.
1: Awesome. And how long do you run yours with your clients?
2: Yeah, Mel, my challenges usually go around the eight week mark. Uh, I find that that's a good amount for the clients setting good habits
1: Awesome. Now I know that both of you run your challenges different though you want the same result for your clientele. So Julian, you have armed yourself up with a supplement brand and I know that you put um, all of the information together so that they can take it away in the PDF file involving supplements. Can you just tell me a little bit about why you chose to go down the supplement regime as opposed to just giving something that involved diet and uh, food? Recipes,
3: etc. Yeah, absolutely. Now, obviously, we give uh, very comprehensive meal plans and uh, nutrition. But sometimes, you know, people's diets are lacking, so we do like to implement um, some some supplementation, high quality supplements into their diet, especially if they find it hard to just through time restrictions get the full um, full nutrition in through whole meals. Um, and working with a, uh, a supplement company does help us in regards to providing a more complete program, which uh, they also can help with sharing the word about the um, the challenge. And also, you know, I guess they do help us out in regards to pricing as well because we're able to provide a lot of products to our participants. They give us a good price on that too.
1: And how do you pre-launch a challenge? So how much notice do you give your members in the club?
3: Okay, well, um, we usually do about three to four weeks of lead up to the uh, to the transformation challenge or actually I should say three to four weeks lead up to the information night that we have before the transformation challenge and we do a lot of signups we do a lot of education at that info night but it's not just to the members we we advertise externally to through social media and then through local businesses in the area.
1: And what's involved in the information night? Like? So I know that in the past that you've had yourself speaking and you've had um, yep. a rep from the supplement company. So what's involved with that?
0: Okay, well,
3: what we do, our goal with that uh, the seminar is that we can actually have people turn up, not even to sign up for the Transformation Challenge, and they can walk away with some great information. Then we show them how... The transformation challenge can address any of the issues that we brought up during the, uh, during the presentation so that it's allowing us to really get them hyped up and excited and we get a fantastic sign up rate on the night.
1: So obviously you use this as an upsell in your club, what are your recommendations for other club owners in regards to the pre-launch and, um, you know, the upselling, piece. I know a lot of clubs are afraid to upsell. They feel that they need to give everything to their clients for free. So what's your best advice to a, a club or a PT studio that's new to the industry that would like to incorporate something like this?
3: Just, I think, Mel, with, with all types of sales, it's providing and showing the benefits. as so I that, yes, we want to give members everything, but if we try and put everything on the table to start with, then there's no room to grow in regards to revenue. And then we set the expectations really high from our, from our clients from day one. And then when we can't deliver on that at the baseline price, you, you start to run into some problems. So transformation challenges and as an upsell, it just shows them it could be just a temporary little sort of kickstart for them to be able to continue on afterwards. Um, but I think that most people would expect that if you are giving them an extra customised, structured program, they are going to pay a little bit more for it. And so I don't think anyone new to the industry should really, really worry that um, people won't pay for it. As long as you show the value, they will.
1: So in your club, what sort of extra do they pay on top of their, their membership? So give us a baseline on what your, mem- your membership is weekly and then what yep. they would pay extra.
3: Okay, so I guess our standard memberships, uh, depending on which slide options they choose, it's either going to be $9.99 or $10.99 per week, and that's just you know regular gym and classes. When we do the transformation challenges, uh, ours run for six weeks, and the total cost for that six weeks is $349. Now, if someone has a gym membership, their gym membership gets put on pause for that six weeks. Uh, and so then they don't, you know, sort of overlapping because uh, it is a premium service that they are getting for that that six weeks.
1: So just clarification for our listeners: I'm a gym yep. member. I'm paying you ten dollars a week for my gym membership. I sign up for your six week transformation challenge. You then go and put my ten dollars a week on hold. I give you mm-hmm. my three hundred and forty nine dollars, and I yep. don't pay any gym membership during that time. Just that allocated fee that you've just mentioned,
3: correct? We either they pay that one as a once-off fee at the start of the challenge, or we can put that over um, instalments of three weeks,
1: Or awesome. like three consecutive weeks. Fantastic, yeah. Matt. So you're you've got a different business to Julian. So you're on a more small scale as opposed to Julian is more of a commercialised gym. How do the challenges work for you? So yours are eight weeks. How do you structure the fee, what's involved, and also tell our listeners because you're involved in writing uh, food plans and recipes that uh, can and cannot include supplements. So can you just tell us a little bit about what you do with your clients?
2: Yeah, so uh, so I'm, I don't actually work in a gym. I, I've just run my own race. So I, as a PT, I've either got one-on-one clients or I've got on, online clients. Uh, I think the challenges work fairly similar in that I offer uh, an eight-week package that includes the program, uh, nutrition info, um, meal plan, all that type of stuff, um, where my programs would step up through the the eight weeks in in difficulty, depending on where my clients are at.
0: Um,
2: Now, what I do with my my supplements is I I provide a supplement guide, um, which basically goes through, say, a a protein, a meal replacement protein, a pre-workout, a greens replacement, and I basically give my clients a full page Description on every product, uh, and then I basically provide them a, a price list that sort of pushes them towards the supplements that I carry. Um, so what I do with my consulting, and this is how, uh, you and I connected, Mel, was I actually do all the, uh, all the documents that I'll rebrand for other PTs. Um, so that's called, that's creating ebooks and all that type of stuff, uh, that I can rebrand and on-sell to, to PTs more like a wholesaler.
1: Okay, so just for our listeners' um, own knowledge, uh, I connected with Matt because I was looking for somebody to produce ebooks for me to run challenges in the club. And what Matt did was he produced a, a recipe guide. He then produced a supplement guide based on the supplements that I sell in my club. So Matt's not necessarily upselling his own products to other clubs that he can offer this service to. Two, he will come to you and say what supplements do you have in your club and he will include those in the ebook. he also offered the members in my club an easy way or an easy formula so that they knew the amount of calories if they had to have on a daily basis and then he was able to put everything together where we were able to offer from you know your low calorie at 1800 a week right up to your 35 100 calories a week now you both offer different types of businesses I just need to ask you both, and Julian, I'll get you to answer first, what do you feel is the difference in a positive manner between a challenge that's run in a club as opposed to somebody doing a challenge online?
3: Um, I think that's it's very similar to, I guess, uh, PT, face-to-face, and then online, as though that Usually, um, you are going to probably pay more for a face-to-face program, uh, whether it's a transformation program or uh, training, uh, but of course, when it's online, you have the flexibility to be able to um, look at the materials or participate or do your workouts at, at any time. Uh, you may live remotely, you may be in love with a trainer or a gym that's on the other side of the world, and that, that, that flexibility is fantastic, whereas in person, there are if you're doing it in a facility, of course, you've got that face-to-face contact and accountability. You're there alongside um, other gym members or participants who are going through the same things that you are. So there's real pros and cons to both sides of it. And ultimately, as a facilitator, you choose what's going to be best for you. And then, of course, as a participant, you know, you've know got to find what works best with your lifestyle.
1: Correct. So, Matt, I'll ask you this question. We've got new. We've got a lot of new PTs coming into the industry that want to run challenges. What are some of the important things to consider before they run the challenge? What are the things that they need to know before they throw it out there on social media that they're inviting the general public to an eight-week challenge?
2: Um, I think the most important things are that it's a competitive industry. It's it's saturated. There's a lot of PTs and they're all doing similar things and. You know, a lot of these PTs are coming into the industry as, as new PTs and, you know, we all know the stats that 80% of them are out of the industry in six months, 90% are out in 12 months. And it's because they're all coming in and just doing the same things. I think you, you need to stand out. I think in, in fitness, you either need to be famous or be different. So I think if you're going to come in as a new PT and, and run a challenge, I think laying it all out before you go, uh, know exactly what you're offering. Uh, from your, you know, marketing at the start to how the challenge is going to progress. Are you doing any events on the weekends? You know, you have the whole thing laid out, start to finish, before you even make a sale.
1: So Matt, what makes you different? What makes you stand out?
2: Uh, look, I, I sort of didn't go into to start doing the the consulting side of things, the making the documents. So I, I just looked around. I, I sort of come from a from a Project management, uh, business development background. So I come up through the corporate world, and I've sort of got into personal training as more of a little side thing, which, which has become a full-time job now. So you know, I, I come from a background, a heavy sales background, where you know I'd be writing tenders, you know, for hundreds of thousands of dollars, and and I know the difference in between supplying a quality document over a not so quality document can be the difference in, in winning a, a a job whether you're you know the best price or not the best price. Um, so for me, it's a it's a Undersell over deliver principle. So I, I want to be, you know, promising to my clients and then I want to be delivering a lot more than what I've promised.
1: Julian, I have to ask you this. Once challenges are finished, let's face it, most clubs let the, the clients go. They just they just float off into the into the community. Some stay with the club, some don't stay with the club. So tell me, what do you think is the most important role after the challenge finishes from uh from the coach's point of view, what should the personal trainer or coach be doing a week before the challenge finishes to ensure that that client doesn't drift off?
3: Right. Well, yeah. There's two sides to this, Mel. It's a really good question. You can look at that firstly as I guess your your professional responsibility to the participant, but then also the business and your your business's success as well. I mean, the fortune as far as I'm concerned, the fortune is in the follow up. Um, The key is to convert as many of these participants into clients within your business because you know that you can help them uh, to continue on. This transformation challenge isn't the be-all and end-all. This is really just the beginning. I like to tell my participants that this six weeks is like you've gone to school. Now you're going to apply all of this to the rest of your life. So the last thing you want to see is someone gets amazing results. Then you see them three months later and they're back to square one or even worse. So I think it's it's all um, well and good to get them in and show them the love now, but then afterwards, if you drop them or don't follow up and do your due diligence, you're not a good trainer. You're just not a good trainer because this is a lifelong habit you should be instilling. And as you said, a week before the challenge, or yeah, it's about what we do. A week before the challenge, you should be starting to have the conversation with the participants. Okay, now you haven't been. Fantastic results right now. I'm loving what you're doing. But have you considered what your game plan is once the challenge finishes? Uh, because you need to get that that sort of thought into their mind to, to, for them to realize that they need to continue with this. And so that's you having your duty of care to them. But then, of course, you need to make sure that you've got some sort of offer for them too. Um, that's a, it might be some sort of special transformation challenge offer to join the club, some sort of seamless transition uh, to get that thought into their mind. But the key thing, the absolute key is that you must, absolutely must start to have that conversation before the transformation challenge ends because it's a lot easier to, for them to seamlessly continue on with a program with you while they're still there than for you to try and chase them down after they've left because that's that's such a losing battle to do it that way. But um, Matt, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? How do you sort of think of transitioning participants into a um, into a facility. You've
2: got to have somewhere for them to go. So with my uh, my online packages, I, I specialize in, in lower back sort of rehabilitation for so office workers and stuff like that. People with you know pretty common muscle imbalances there. And I, I offer say an eight week program at the start, and then follow it up with like an eight week maintenance program. So you know you've gotten these people got a little bit more mobility. Now you can sort of up the ante, maybe get them doing box jumps stuff like that. But but you have to have somewhere for them to go. And and it's you know there, there's no I I say to my clients you know how many overweight rich people do you see and they always say yeah a few and I say well if there were shortcuts they would have found them um, you know it, you've got to educate your clients that it's not a it's not a miracle fix it's a lifestyle and it, you know you, you're never going to stop working on your fitness.
1: I agree with both of you. Some great um, tools there for people to take away from this podcast. I'm going to ask you both for your tips now. Julian, as a commercialised gym, two tips that a gym can take from you in regards to running a successful six-week challenge. What's two must, absolute must that they must do?
3: To me, the big one that is always the uh, the key for me is to run an information night. Run the information night before your challenge starts. Um, it could be, let's say you're looking to do some sort of transformation challenge in the new year, which would be very smart of you to do. I would be, let's say, I'm just pulling numbers out of the air here. You're looking to start your transformation challenge um, February 7th. I would be having the information night uh, exactly a week beforehand. And you'll be just pushing that information night as come along to the seminar, how to get your best body ever in 2018, where you're going to learn X, Y, and Z. Plus, you'll learn how to uh, take part in our X week transformation challenge, or whatever you want to call it. That way, you're going to get so many more people to uh, to join up because you're going to get their trust because they'll start to learn more more about you and see that you're an expert. Um, And it's a lot easier to get them to convince you, convince them to you know hand over money and participate there. So that's my biggest one ever. But I've got to agree with what Matt said before: is that you need to have everything planned before you start it, before you get started. And you've got to look at things like what structure is going to work best for you, in-home or online, how long that challenge has got to go for. What is your point of difference from everyone in the area? Because you can bet that there is going to be tons of transformation challenges at the start of the year and in uh, September as winter's coming around. Uh, can you partner with any businesses which can help promote you or add value your transformation challenge? Do you have enough staff to make it work or do you need to get more people so you can provide enough value? Um, Set the expectation of what sort of support you will be giving during the challenge. Do people expect you to email them back within an hour or is it something that you'll get to once a week? Um, You need to work out how you decide who the winner is. Is it whoever loses the most weight? Is it the person who's the most fit? Is it a combination of uh, different things there? But understand that so you can plan it a lot better. Work out what your prizes are. You know, pe- People need to know how, what prizes, because that may be the incentive for them. Well, we wish the best body is the best prize, but some people will be incentivized by prizes or cash. Um, and then, of course, just do your numbers. Make sure that it all adds up. You don't want to run this at a loss um, because you're behind the eight ball. These things should be really good revenue. Um, things for you. Now, I know that was a bit of a complex number too, but it just comes under the umbrella of knowing how the whole challenge is going to work before you begin because it's going to save you a lot of headaches and for a lot of new people coming into industry, they honestly don't know what they don't know. And that's not their fault, but if we can help them to understand what it takes to run a good challenge, you know, that's what we've got to do.
1: So in short, Julie, prepare for the pre-launch.
3: Prepare, get everything done so you can envision exactly how this transformation challenge is just going to unfold start to end you can answer any questions, so you're not chasing your tail when it's happening
1: fantastic matt as an online online trainer what are two tips that you can give to those who are new to the industry that want to run challenges via online
2: uh yeah look first no i'd, I'd like to add to what i uh what Julian said too about running challenges in a gym I've been in a couple of good gyms gym challenges myself and I think creating a sense of community in there Mm -hmm. is one of the most amazing things you can do you know you want to create a little club in your gym that people want to be a part of and you want every person in that gym that didn't sign up to that challenge to have massive FOMO because you know they're going to sign up to the next one and I I think that you know sales-wise in the long term that's definitely going to help but as far as online goes, I think it's just sticking to that that model of you know under promise over deliver. Um, the the market is so saturated, and and you really need to be different. You need to be doing something that makes you stand out. Um, I, I think you know grabbing grabbing a, a bit of a niche is going to be good. So find something that you're you're better at than everyone else, and uh, you know specialize on that so that's going to make your your advertising a lot easier to dial in on your. On your target market, and it's going to make, you know, creating content a lot easier for that target market as well. So I think the two things would probably be, you know, over deliver, create as much bang for your buck as you can for these clients, and uh, try and specialise down. You know, the uh, the the GPs of the doctor world are the peasants compared to the specialists. The specialists are the ones who are booked out six months in advance, and uh, they all drive Porsches. So, you know, those, those would be my two takeaways.
1: Thank you Matt. I can see the both of you working in the near future together. Um you both have tools that other trainers in the industry can certainly learn from both of you and you you have both have products that can actually come together and work quite strongly for both commercialized gyms and for those that are wanting to be uh, online trainers or own smaller PT studios. Now I know that both of you besides uh, running your own businesses there are also doing consulting work part-time for new trainers coming into the industry. So on that note, Julian, could you please give us your contact details for new trainers to get in touch with you where you may be able to give them some type of mentoring?
3: Yeah, look, it's something which um, I'm always happy to have help people that that's just why we're in this industry We're here to help people you can either just find me on facebook at uh, just julian gaylor that's g-a-y-l-o-r um or you can shoot me an email it's julian j-u-l-i-a-n at spartansgym.com uh always happy to help i want to give back because there was people that helped me when i was first as a greenhorn pt which Mel, you may remember in your studio way back in the day i do um, but, but i just want to help that's what we're here to do. So reach out, please do.
1: And Matt, where can the trainers get in touch with you, or perhaps clubs that are looking for eBooks to use in their challenges?
2: Yeah, definitely, Mel. Uh, you can get me at Matt Moore on Facebook. Moore is M W O R E, uh, or you can find me at my Facebook page, One More Rep, uh, and you can get me at email at one rep at gmail dot com.
1: Awesome. As I said, uh, listeners, both Julian and Matt, I've worked alongside both of them in my business. I do recommend them. Uh, So please do take five minutes to have a look at their products. Otherwise, uh, I think everybody should be preparing for the 2018 New Year's challenges. Would you agree on that?
3: Absolutely. They need to have their challenge ready before the new year because once the new year comes, it should be all about marketing, 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 and you've got all that content done because what will happen is people will underestimate how much work that goes into these things, how exhausting. There's so much going on, but there's so much fun. So just start planning now.
1: Awesome work, fellas. Okay, so there you go, everybody. You have Julian and Matt's details. Now is the time to prepare for the 2018 challenge. Do get in touch with the guys because I'm sure that they'll help you out. Thank you for your time again today, Julian and Matt, and I'll put your details at the end of our podcast so the listeners can get in touch with you. Thank you. Awesome.
2: Thanks Thanks for your time, Alex. been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for joining the Gym Owners Podcast, sponsored and supported by National Fitness Business Alliance and Gym Click Media by Mel Tempest on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Join us next time for the Gym Owners Podcast.